Yo, so dudes, Chris's Corner. I'm calling this season two straight up because I took a fat hiatus from doing these, even though <sighs> everybody was asking me, like, dude, you should have a podcast. And I'm like, bro, I do have a podcast. It's called Chris's Corner. Go check my Spotify. Uh, well, anyways. The main thing I want to talk to you guys about is emotional intelligence. Because realistically, after the age of 21, that is your actual age. So what I'm trying to really say is like, after 21, you can choose to stagnate in your emotional progression as a intelligent person. Sorry, that that's bad wording, but or you can master your emotions essentially like that. And I think we'll all find that we know 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 year olds who still have the emotional intelligence of pretty much a 21 year old. Pretty fucking sad if you ask me, because with that low of emotional intelligence comes a pretty fucking low vibration if you ask me if you cannot master your emotions then more or less you're going to be victim of your emotions your emotions are going to play you instead of you playing your emotions kind of thing and using them to guide you and to essentially feel your way through life um and sorry I I definitely had a little crash course in that, you know, because finding love is definitely going to be a large emotional journey, I'm going to say, no doubt. And the more that you think that you have found it, the more you are setting yourself up for a hell of an emotional roller coaster ride when shit falls through. And realistically, you know, I, I've had a few of those kind of happen. You know, I blew my ACL back in late January, and then also I fell head over heels for my friend, you know, Grace. Um, and that's what I did. You know, I. I was pretty much picturing Nirvana in my head, and I was like, man, this is it. This is it. I fucking found it. I solved the puzzle, you know, kind of thing. And then later found out that she doesn't have romantic eyes for me. Loves me as a friend, but just as a friend. And that was brutal. That was brutal. I mean, oh, man, that took easy, like, a month a month or so, maybe even more, of just being emotional all the fucking time and having to deal with uh, my predicted reality just completely being fantasy. That that was really fucking rough. And then moving on from that, getting away from that and saying, okay, I'm done with that. I've learned that. I can move on. I don't want to be here anymore. Because that's also another thing is like, yeah, in a certain way, that is a level of emotional trauma that happens. And sadly, some people will live in their trauma. They will just will always forever live there and they'll keep on going over and over and over, cycling the events in their head, you know, cycling the problems 
in their head until essentially they just become their trauma. You know, they don't grow out of it realistically. And it happens to a lot of people, you know, it depends. They they can grow from that 21-year-old point and be like a 30-year-old, but then something traumatic like that happens and, you know, they in a moment lose emotional control and therefore they don't have the emotional intelligence to bring their emotions back under control. And I myself was very much a victim of that, dude. I was doing some crazy fucking shit, bruh. You know, I I was... (laughs) When that shit fell through, I was hitting up every single fucking girl that I knew. And I was just like, hey, do you like me? Hey, can I give you head? Hey, do you want to hook up? You know, as just like a way to almost like bury the emotions. Instead of like living through them feeling them, learning from them, growing from them, and then moving on. Which, it's hard. It's not super fun. I'll I'll be just straight up with you. And it's really hard to imagine, you know, like, the... the time after such a period, you know, because I found myself being like, great, what, what girl, what perfect girl am I gonna find? I thought this was the perfect girl right here, you know, because she has this quality, that quality, she's like this and that, and she's done this, I've known her for this long, you know, and you just build these people up so high, not saying that they don't deserve it, but, you know, if they're not romantically compatible or consenting to being uh, in a romantic relationship with you, then sorry kind of fucking sucks (laughs) you gotta fucking grow and move on and one of the biggest things that i have found so far is like you really need to get out get yourself out of the habits that you were in now that also that is physical habits so like for me i i was pretty lustful after this girl i can't lie she she was fresh as fuck and so she made me feel a certain type of way and so like I I was definitely, like, masturbating a good fucking amount to the point to where, like, my body was like, I need it once a day because you've been doing it once a day for, like, the past month, homie, you know? And then also to the point to where, like, like I told you guys, I, I was, like, so emotional that I was trying to use my sexuality in any type of fucking way with hooking up girls, with girls which did not work out, FYI. Um, which I'm happy it did not because casual sex is a whole different fucking conversation bruh and really if you're not emotionally like solid you really shouldn't be hopping into that kind of shit Um, it's just a bad fucking idea but anyways I was also looking at porn too man and you know and that wasn't sitting right with me and I'm like Chris are you really like a porn guy like what are you doing you know, like, you, you don't even really like this shit. This shit is way too aggressive. <sighs> yeah. And so I had to, like, just kick it. So for, like, the past, I don't know, week or something, I've been getting out of that habit of, you know, taking an hour or whatever a day and then just fondling myself, essentially. And instead replacing it with you know, essentially getting back to my dreams and goals. It's really kind of funny, I'm not going to lie. Now, I totally believe that my ACL set me up for this whole thing. Blowing my ACL really was like, hey, you can't really pursue skiing and uh, 
shit like that. So I took a break and, you know, and then I started focusing more on, you know, this girl kind of thing. And really, I'm getting back into my hobbies, you know, doing art, painting, drawing, but then also biking. I'm getting really, really into biking and it's it's so rewarding. I kid you not. You just feel like the goddamn fucking man when, you know, like you send a dirt jump that you've never sent before and it was the biggest dirt jump that you've ever sent, you know, so it's it's pretty fucking cool. Um, And I think that's that's the key is like you need to find something cool like you you think that this girl is like the coolest fucking shit in the world which don't get me wrong a soulmate that's that's kind of pretty fucking cool if you ask me um however it's like when that girl says no you gotta be emotionally intelligent and notice that like hey if I don't control my emotions here it's going to keep me in this traumatic kind of area this uh point of failure that does not exist but yet I'm sitting here just relapsing cycling over feeling like a drug addict an emotional drug addict that like oh man oh come on just one more hit anything please what you got and I'll tell you what I feel kind of shitty because like that's how I was really kind of going after her I'm like are you sure are you sure like not necessarily saying it in those words but essentially like I was just begging for oh can I get a little more closure or like maybe you should try me out are you sure you know kind of shit like that but it's just like at that point it's like I'm not trusting her, you know, kind of thing. I'm saying that what she feels is not necessarily true, which is total bullshit. That's total fucking bullshit, dude. Like, you you gotta... If you like this person enough to consider being in in a serious relationship with them, then I think you should fucking trust them, you know, and trust how they fucking feel kind of thing. But... When you're in your emotions and you're very much, uh, you know, in your ego too. You're thinking about me, 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 me. What about me, 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 me? You know, you got to get out of there. You really fucking do. It's okay to think about you. It's okay. But only think about you when like shit works out, you know. If you if you just keep on going back me, 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 me to something that has consistently failed and failed and failed time again, are you really being that emotionally intelligent? Because realistically, you're brutalizing your emotions, bro. You're going through the same fucking cycle. You're walking up the same fucking stairs and then you're throwing yourself down the same fucking stairs and then you get back up and you do it again and again and again. And some people keep on doing that for fucking years, decades, because they don't have the emotional maturity to say, hey, what the hell am I doing? But that's also a level of consciousness, self-awareness, noticing cycles over times and behaviors, not just being unconscious and blindly just fucking doing them over and over and over. You know, like now I, I don't blame everybody for having to learn their karma through this like i'm sorry you have to go through the events to learn the events you know what i mean you know it's i I wish you could say you could get life lessons from just reading a book but you can read about life lessons but i'll tell you something when when the physical event actually manifests in your own life 
something different. It's something different than what you read in a book, dude. <sighs> and that that's the real shit. There's a I feel like there's a lot of people who other people think they have great wisdom and this and that and yada yada because they have, you know, read so many books, they have so much knowledge, you know. But at the same time, if they lack real life experience, then do they really know or do they just think that they know, you know? Cuz there's there's a million qualities of going through heartbreak that a book could never understand because like keep in mind your heartbreak's going to be completely unique to yourself somebody else writing about their heartbreak that's great awesome but that's their experience they might hit a few points on you know in your own journey but they ain't gonna get the whole thing and so like yeah you can try to get some emotional wisdom from them but realistically you have to get wisdom from your own life your own fucking experience it's the only fucking way and i'll be honest you're gonna fail you're gonna look stupid i honestly like i fucking had to apologize to people straight up i'm like i'm sorry i was just like in my emotions being a fucking nutcase you know and hopefully i did not startle you or annoy you or piss you off or anything like that by me <laughs> by me being like hey can i like your pussy <laughs> um, straight up dude i fucking did that i texted fucking every girl in my fucking contacts it was bad <laughs> and the worst part is is like some, some of my female friends they're like bruh i have a boyfriend and i was like oh oh whoops <laughs> yeah dude yeah So, always be emotionally intelligent. Like, your emotions are a great fucking thing. They they very much do guide you. But, like, it's kind of the same thing with, like, a dog not on a leash. It's like, your dog can definitely help guide you, you know. But, what good is he if he's not attached to you? you? You have no control over him. So, like, you... Now, I'm making this little metaphor assuming that you're, like, a blind person with a dog. And it's just, like, if, you, if you're if you that blind person you don't have your hand on their harness, then how can that dog fucking lead you? You know, you just think it's over this way. Oh, I think the dog's this way. I think I heard him kind of walk this way. You know, kind of thing. But when you have your emotions under control, you have that hand on your dog's harness, your emotional dog... Um, then that way you can really be guided by them and you can be intelligent with your behaviors due to your emotions kind of thing. Um, Yeah, man. I think that's really all I have to fucking tell you guys. I mean, there's there's just been so much that's been going on in my own life, especially emotionally. And we're also in such a time. 2020, man, they're throwing the whole fucking Bible at us, bruh. Like, I mean, what is this? Revelations? Like, jeez. But, you know, big things are to come. Jacera, Nasera, you know, the global cabals going down. The Aquarian Age. The Great Solar Flash, a.k.a. the new Carrington event. You know, the Great Awakening, QAnon. 
Uh, dude, there's a million fucking things. Pizzagate, oh my god. Million fucking things to be going on right now. And so yeah, we we gotta vibrate high. So that's all I'm gonna say is like get your emotional intelligence up because an emotionally intelligent person is going to be a higher vibrating person, a person of a higher frequency. And I'll tell you what, at least from what I'm hearing with the great solar flash that's happening right around Christmas this year, the people who are vibrating low and they can't control their emotions, they are just a victim of the animal that they are. I'm not sure if they're going to make it into this new world. I've been hearing that they won't, but it will be by their own choice. But those who have emotional intelligence can identify with their emotions, but yet not always choose to act reactionary, reactionarily, you know what I mean, to not to be reactionary with their emotions, but instead to be responsive, to sit back, think about it, observe maybe a little bit more, get a little more information, and then make a conscious decision from that those people are going to thrive and survive in the higher Schumann resonance and the solar flash the great solar flash because light is consciousness it's going to make motherfuckers aware but if motherfuckers don't want to be aware then that's that's their own karma they chose that that's their soul journey let them they want to die let them you know you you can only try to convince people so much it, it's it's straight up crazy like they'll say oh i don't want to die but yet they'll still be there drinking coke eating cake eating burgers drinking alcohol stuff like that absolutely silly childish things and that's also like another case of a lack of emotional intelligence Because, like, your hunger, food, very much plays on your emotions. And it's whether or not you want to, you know, react to those emotions or respond to those emotions. You know, when you get a craving, you can react and then, you know, go and eat a bunch of Lucky Charms cereal and a bunch of bullshit and milk and glyphosate and ugh, all that disgusting carcinogenic bullshit that somehow is legal. Or you can respond and say, hey, what if I get an avocado instead? Because that'll do the job. That will do the job. I, I need something a little heavier. That's what I'm craving. And an avocado will do the job. Maybe with a little bit of salt and pepper on it. You know, as a little like I'm spoiling myself. This is my compromise. Instead of, you know, like eating all this bullshit salty cooked food... Let's just do a avocado with a pinch of salt. That's a great fucking compromise. That's a huge step up if you ask me. And so, really man, just be smart. Be smart about how you feel. I'm not saying don't feel. I'm not saying be like a fucking Capricorn and just bury that shit. (laughs) I got a Capricorn moon, so I... Uh, believe me, I, I know about bottling my emotions up, but like, that's the thing is like, you can bottle, bottle them up, but like, I swear you shake that bottle and it's gonna That cap's going to blow at one point. 
Uh, it's rough. But be smart with how you feel, man. Truly. And also put yourself in situations and habits and behaviors that reinforce your emotions opposed to exhausting your emotions. And I really think that's all I got to say. You know, typically Chris's Corner is like a 45 minute long talk. Um, but I also have work coming up here in 20 minutes. So I kind of have to fucking go. Um, appreciate you guys. I'll drop this link in my bio on Instagram. You know, this will also be up on Spotify. All of my stuff is on Spotify and on Anchor. So please chiggity check it out. Thank you for the fucking support. Thank you for wanting to listen to me. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that, especially since Instagram is shadow banning me, shadow banning the fuck out of me, bro. Like, it's bad, bro. I have like 1,700 followers and like... I will literally have 50 people look at my story in like 24 hours. And it's like, jeez, bruh. I used to have 300, like 400, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, I'm getting shadow banned. A lot of people tell me that I don't show up on their Instagram at all unless they go to the search bar and they type in my name letter for letter perfectly and then I'll come up in the search results not necessarily even the top one which is crazy but then again is it really shocking Instagram is owned by Facebook Facebook is owned by Mark Zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg is owned by the CIA you know and DARPA kind of thing they they all eat babies you know and so they don't like when normal people like me talk about human trafficking, child sex trafficking, Satanism, you know, everything that is actually wrong and hurting humanity, <laughs> you know, they don't like that, even though they say, oh, this is inappropriate, and also we fact-checked it, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Alrighty, Chris's Corner, peace out, bruh.